Hello, this is your host, Donna Barr, and welcome to A Bazillion Ghost Stories. Does anybody really know a bazillion ghost stories? But then again, aren't all stories set in the past ghost stories? And here we are at another I can't prove it moment, but I was listening to the podcast, This Is Actually Happening, it's a classic, and it was episode 309, so they've been around for a few years, and it was about a man who had had a cardiac arrest, and he actually died, and he talked about divers, or spirits, who came to save him, he talked about waking up uh, full of joy, he talked about knowing he didn't know anything, and it suddenly hit me that I can't prove it, but... It's basically the story of Dickens' Christmas Carol. And we should probably go back and find medical records or find, well, I don't know from that era. Uh, They didn't have DNA or records or anything back then. Things disappear, although the University of Washington has records from there, from old students uh, from, from back in the 19th century. And I would be willing to claim that Dickens, before he had a Christmas Carol, had a cardiac arrest. Or someone he talked to had a cardiac arrest, just as I do believe he saw an example of what we would call spontaneous combustion in Bleak House. The details of what it's like to die and come back and be a different person and realize you don't know anything and be giddy and silly all the time. This is exactly the description that comes in The Christmas Carol and after having experienced a cardiac arrest. Somebody did, and if it wasn't him, it was somebody else. And he was a um, a wonderful writer that way. Uh, he, um, he had his failings. Uh, they all did. We all do. And, I mean, if you decide not to read anything because they do one or two stupid things or they have one or two mean streaks, uh, as long as most of what they're doing, they're trying to be decent. Um because that's about all you can get from humans. Um, this is all you can get from Scrooge. He's in that wet. Uh, but I, I'd be willing to bet that Dickens either met somebody who had a t- heart attack, had all these symptoms, did all these things, or had one himself. Because this is about someone having an epiphany after they die and go see the spirits. I got some good news. The VA okayed me for some physical therapy, and I am feeling a lot better. Uh, They really are helpful, physical therapists. They get down into the parts of the muscles where you really do need help, and you're not just doing it guessing by gosh by yourself. And they also okayed a bone density test, because when you're getting older, I haven't got Austin... You know, bone weakness yet. You heard me try to say the Greek version there. Uh, but they do need to test every once in a while, and my doctor did want that done, and I don't know what the results are. So, and oh, by the way, I'm down in radiology, and I see a bunch of nice little kids' books, and I always like looking at kids' books. They have cool illustrations and things, and there's one that I'm thinking, oh, it's mostly prose. It's got some nice line illustrations, so I start flipping through it, and it's got stuff like 
if you don't pray to Jesus, you can't get out of a cave-in. And when the native witch doctor, uh, they, they did everything but, you know, use N-words and some other jungle words about this, quote, native witch doctor. And when the kids mentioned Jesus, he fell down dead or unconscious or something. So I just, oh my God, looked at it. And of course, your publishing company is focused on the family who... They haven't got the brains of a gnat, so let's let's put uh, threatening, lying literature, uh, racist literature, out where the kids can get it. So I walked that thing over to the check-in desk and said, uh, "This has got uh, you know too many racist things to say about native people," and they just took it. I doubt they left it there. You know what these people are like? They will leave their nasty literature all over the place. Look, I remember a guy that used to. Um, I was told that he used to leave Playboy magazines on the front porch of anybody with a little girl in Bremerton. So, I mean, you got these people living, you know, they're, they're leaving this, these horrible religious tracts out to terrify children with. And, I mean, it's like, you know, if you've ever looked at a hunting magazine or a fishing magazine, they're written by psychopaths. Um you know, in Wyoming right now, has just put in another law of like, let's exterminate all the wolves. And that's why we're telling them right now that, uh, you know, this is why we're all going vegan. Because the plants got all the nutrition. Animals don't got it. They got to collect it. And uh, we don't really need the animals. And if you're going to destroy the wolves and the native wildlife, well, we ain't going to eat your damn meat. It's toxic anyway. So that was my little back off for right then. But anyway, um, I think I'll do... Uh, Another episode in here, another little section about what my plans are, but that's what's going on right now with, um, like I say, physical therapy and radiology and backing off the mean people down in Forks. Here's a little bit more about the physical therapy in my schedule. I have to do it twice a week, and that is, uh, that's a 60-mile round trip uh, each day, so that's 120 miles a week. And I have a lot of other things I have to do up here. Plus, we're getting ready for SquatchCon. So let me see if I can keep up this podcast. Um, as I've said, I might be going ahead and just cutting it off at 100. Because then I will at least have done a podcast and it will be available. And I can keep news going. And then I might just stick to my Patreon. But uh, my readers and some friends wanted me to do a podcast and add as many ghost stories as possible. And it's been good enough. But a podcast, you've got to do your full-time work. You've got to always be out there, you know, selling t-shirts and going to, to shows. And I already do different things with that. I go to, you know, shows and I'm still selling all my old stuff, Desert Peach Stints, etc. So, uh, th- this is almost a kind of an experiment and to tell you the truth this is a lot longer than some of your temporary podcasts there's a wonderful podcast out there about the jinn which is the uh, middle eastern and north african spirit which is something you propitiate because let us say somebody has has epilepsy they're said to have a jinn and rather than tormenting people to try to quote beat the devil out of them Working with the gin, you try to make the gin happy. So you try to help people who have seizures or epilepsy or other um, physical 
abnormalities, and again, I'm using the word normal to mean numbers. Most people don't have epilepsy. Most people don't have these problems. We've always, we all got a few problems, but uh, under the, the idea of the gin is you are trying to keep the gin happy. So, um, anyway, the podcast, like I say, it, it's going on a lot longer than some others. And mostly it's just me telling stories and going to shows and taking photos. And I'm going to do that on Patreon anyway. So I hope you've enjoyed it. And, uh, I'm at, what, 89 right now. So that gives us, you know, like 19 or so to go. And it's been fun. And I'll see what I can add, but I don't think I'm cut out to be an absolutely successful full-time podcaster. And I'm perfectly happy with what I've done, and I hope you are too, but I will keep throwing things in here, but it, it's coming to an end. So I'll keep posting things about this in Patreon, and if you've got any messages that you want to send me, you know, the down in the program notes, and if you want to... Tell me any kind of uh, ghost stories or jokes. I don't care. Uh, go ahead and do that. And uh, we'll just see what we can do to have some fun here. But in the meantime, SquatchCon is coming along. And SquatchConPA.com is coming. And we're going to feature free octopus again, which is the big costume swap and giveaway. And uh, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be doing with that because that's a lot of weight and a lot of trouble. And um, that is the one kind of panel thing I do. But if I can uh, get other people trained to do that, I'll have them do it. So, happy SquatchCon. Now, speaking of who does podcasts right, uh, Jada Adams, who is a cool person on Facebook, I have included a link to her YouTube podcast site down there in the program notes. She's going to start up something called Needful Discussions, and uh, she wants me to be on there February the 24th, which is a Saturday at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, Pacific Standard Time. And uh, she advertised it saying, excuse me, I'm drinking beer. You can hear the carbonation. Speaking of booze, um, she advertised it saying that we were all going to be a little uh, boozed up. Um, I don't know if that includes cannabis or not, depending on if you're in Washington or California State. Um but uh, I can have a couple of drinks, uh, not many, because that'll put me in the hospital. And you'll hear about why on that podcast. So if you want to see a podcast that's done right, um, hit the link below in the program notes and uh, join us on, I think it's going to be Zoom, uh, February the 24th, 2024, at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And um, it's going to be fun. Okay, I don't know if I mentioned about how the latest attack on women is saying that they have creaky voices. In other words, if you talk like this, and I guess the Kardashians, who they sound like they're Armenian, but I don't know. I figure the Armenians have had enough hell in this world uh, that supposedly those girls have that kind of creaky voice. And you hear the creaky voice in uh, some languages up in the Pacific Northwest tribes. The Sklalem especially, they've got a great big um, dictionary of all their words, huge thing, down in the Forks Library, and it mentions specifically creaky versions of the vowels and letters, which gives the words a completely different meaning. And I'm not going to quote any right now. You'd have to take a look at the Sklalem work. But uh, people have decided to attack women for having that weird creakiness. 
Uh, the thing is about the creakiness, anybody can do it. I mean, you can all talk like this, right? And the reason I was thinking about that was, uh, well, we heard the little girl in Monsters Incorporated going, Argh! you know, she's going to growl at, at uh, other people, at the other monsters that are giving her and her monsters a hard time. But uh, one of the podcasts, uh, Cult Leiter, uh, with Spencer Henry, that's L-I-T-E-R, and it's a lot of fun. But he ran a recording from a so-called demon possession, and it's a young girl who, by the way, has had the religion hammered into her by her grandmother. And so she shows up with his ghastly voice uh, during exorcisms um, in Germany. Uh, and by the way, by the time the priests and the psychologists and other people who actually got on board with this garbage to the point where the girls starved to death, themselves to death, uh, herself to death, the German government, uh, the state, sued them all and prosecuted all of them for what they did to this kid. And I heard this exorcism, and uh, Spencer was quite frightened by it, but come on, every kid can do that. Oh, I'm the demon, the devil, and then she swears a whole bunch, and she talks about you know 15th century priests that were defrocked, and how did she know about this? Her grandmother was a religious fanatic, people. So when you hear people talking about the creaky voice, first of all, uh, every little girl can do the creaky voice. She does it uh, when she's being scary. Every guy does it. Nobody says a thing about them doing the creaky voice. And if, uh, if you really want to uh, confront somebody who uses that tone, come on up here and give the Sklalem a hard time, I dare you. Uh, see what, what you get if you mess with that tribe. A lot of the Pacific Northwest tribe don't mess with the white people garbage anymore. So they have specifically creaky tones. That's what they're called. They're called creaky. And so this latest attack on women. I do not understand why so many guys hate women. God, you came out of our twats, for God's sakes. What is your problem? So that's uh, the latest odd thing to come off of a podcast. And if you want to say it's spooky, it sure as heck is. Speaking of appearances, uh, tentatively on the Thursday of the SquatchCon PA uh, Comic-Con and SquatchCon on the weekend before Easter 2024, um, 3 o'clock on the Thursday, uh, I have been asked to do an event that is about you know doing basic comics, workshopping, things like that. And uh, I suppose I'll be showing people how to draw a horse again or maybe just doing layout or something like this. But it's there's a lot of people who show up that want basic instruction. And from, I think it's 5.30 to 6.30 on Friday. And I'm going to have to find out where. We are doing free octopus again, which is all that costume uh, swap and giveaway. So bring goodies and grab goodies and nobody has to buy anything or have anything if they just want to swap and give. And it was wildly popular. And man, have I got a lot of sparkly, pretty thrift store stuff, including um, boots and high heels and some really darn nice fabric. So you want to show up for that. So that's what's going on at SquatchCon so far. So I'll be there. And uh, it's getting to be the one convention I can go to. It's the one that's on the, the uh, Olympic Peninsula. I'm. It's going to be awfully hard for me to get to Emerald City. I would have to go all the way down to stay in... Ever in um, 
Seattle, and then I'd have to get from where my hotel is over to the convention center, which has been moved completely away from all the hotels. I don't know why they did that. But uh, SquatchCon PA, if you ever get a chance, heck, if you can make it to Seattle, you can jump on the bus and go up for a day. Uh, they've got a, uh, a cheap bus that runs, and I mean cheap. I mean, if you're if you're younger, if you're not an elder or a really young kid, you can you can grab the bus and be up there in two hours for ten bucks, and uh, ten bucks on the way back. I mean, no car to park or anything, and it's right in, and the um, the uh, bus terminal is right in the middle of everything. It's it's where the, the conventions all over town, so. I don't know why more people don't just get on the bus and go to SquatchCon because it's uh, it's easy and there's loads, loads of cheap places to stay. Uh, some of them are kind of crappy. Oh, well, but we're not talking about that the doors are unlocked or there's no roof or anything like this. They've got roofs. They haven't got bed bugs. They're, they're perfectly nice. They're just kind of cheap. And then they go all the way up to, you know, like the Red Lion they've got down there, which is the convention hotel. So, um... You know, more people should just go to that one because I tell you, if you're in Seattle, it is so easy to get to. You think that, oh my God, I couldn't drive all that way up. Just catch the the Bainbridge Ferry, grab the straight shot bus and run up and you can actually do it in the day. If you get the early one, you can hang out for a few hours and then go back. Or you could just wander around see if you can find yourself a cheap hotel. And the bus service is incredible all over town. And uh, for... The month of January, it's free. I don't know if they're going to keep doing that or not. They gave me and Dan, as vets, free bus passes, except the one that goes up to Hurricane Ridge and the straight shop. But because we're older, it's $5 each way for us. But if you can get to SquatchCon, please do. But I'm planning, um, you know, to run that thing for people to, I guess, help them draw right and, you know, what the heck, draw, you know, do horses or whatever. Uh, the kids out here are getting introduced, introduced to my art. Um, I come from an era where art was complex and political and there was really, there was a lot of crunch. There was something, something to chew on in the comic books and um, they've just not got that now. Uh, there's an awful lot of I mean, I understand people want to tell their stories, but they haven't experienced a lot yet. Um, and there's not, there's a lot of kids doing comic books, which I enjoy. It's wonderful and everything, but it's just not got the chew that it used to have. There used to be some brutal people there. <laughs> used to do some amazing things. Yeah, we'd get in some good fights too. But then again, maybe it's just nostalgia. I like the kids. They're cool. And uh, how I've even got to the point where I like the young furries, uh, the old furries. Oh, evidently, they have just gotten worse. They have gotten crueler and meaner, and uh, they've gotten transphobic at this point. I mean, why? You know, if if you can run around dressed as a, uh, dressed as a, you know, a, a squirrel with a Nazi armband, which they did, because... I don't know. I the the, the fur, furries got mixed up with me in the desert peach, and I think they got confused over that. And the German army recreationists. And I'll tell you one thing about the recreationists: there's nothing political about them. They just want to be as accurate as possible in their costumes. And I think the funniest thing I ever saw with uh, German army recreationists was when the Africa Corps got stuck in the desert, dressed as the Africa Corps in a snowstorm. I had photos of that. But most of your recreationists are just people who 
want to put on the pretty clothes and carry the guns around and, and have the cars and, you know, pretend they're like in a war movie. And I'll tell you something, Hollywood loves those guys because when in France you want to do another Napoleon or you want to do a Civil War movie here or whatever, you have loads and loads and loads and loads of people who bring their own costumes and they got their own cannon and they got their own horses. Uh, they've got everything you could possibly want. Them and the Townsend Corporation provide everything. Uh, there's a company called Townsend, and they do cooking, and they do uh, 18th century costuming. If you see anybody in the tri corner, they provided it. So um, that's, that's a problem sometimes. I see too many people getting upset and excited about what people are wearing as costumes, and too many people thinking that costume is what makes you politically what you are. And we all know that Nazis these days are wearing suits and baseball caps. So uh, you want to be careful when you're when you're doing costuming. But, you know, that's kind of a wander around. Anyway, come to SquatchCon if you can. But uh, come to that podcast that I'm going to be on. And uh, we'll, we'll keep having fun. I've got more people asking me to do artwork for them. And, I don't, and I'm thinking of seriously about taking the Nightshade program, which scrambles the AI stuff. Um, the... the the AI programs were invented by a guy who was mad because he couldn't draw, um, because he was lazy, <laughs> you know. And I'm just thinking about using Nightshade on that and seeing how it works and watching what kind of scramble will happen. Although already they, the the AI stuff is collapsing back into itself. It can't help it. It's that's what it does. So, anyway, I'm gonna go keep doing what I'm doing. We just got a big load of wood in here because my wood guy is finally able to walk and he's got a bunch of nice hemlock mill scrap here that it's like a huge cord he just poured in our yard and we have spent the day stacking it and we're putting together the yard trimming so that we can have that ready to go for winter for fire starter for next year. This is a constant thing. Yeah, I'm getting myself some little electric heaters and they'll be enough to keep us warm enough with hot soup and everything else. But as long as I can get firewood, mm, I want to tell you something. Firewood is hard, hard, hard work. But man, in a cold winter, when the electricity is out and you've got no way to heat your water or even melt water from out in the yard because the uh, the water's gone out again like it does up here. Um, bless the trees. Would you like to be part of this podcast? You can go to anchor.fm slash Donna-Bar and you can leave me a voice message with your story that can become part of this podcast. If you would rather have me read it, send a PDF or PDFA, double-spaced, larger type to Donna-Bar01 at gmail.com. You can also become a patron at patreon.com slash Donna Barr. And finally, if you would like to know anything about what I've done in my life that has to do with my work, conventions, etc., go to DonnaBar.com. Hope to see you there. I will also put all this information in the program notes. A spooky